From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Tuesday, January 23rd. I'm Sarah Reif. The coastal prairies in Mendocino County are home to tiny plants and rare butterflies and grass with roots that plunge seven feet into the ground. Now, 53 acres of those prairies are set to receive a windfall of violets and an influx of highly endangered barren silverspot butterflies. Entomologist Chris Damiani, director of the Butterfly Conservation Program at Sequoia Park Zoo in Eureka, gets to raise them for a living. It's a really beautiful orange butterfly, and one of the special things is that it does have these silver spots on the underneath part of its wings. Um, so you don't you don't often see them, but when the butterfly flips its wings up, if it's in the the right type of light, uh, those silver spots will just flash. So it's really an amazing butterfly to see. Earlier this month, the Mendocino Land Trust got a $1.5 million grant from the State Wildlife Conservation Board to restore the butterfly's habitat by removing invasive species and planting native pollinators with experts from a wide range of organizations. At the same time, the sparse wild population of barren silver spots will be augmented by the ones raised in Damiani's lab at the zoo. Captive rearing is when we catch wild butterflies that we hope have already been mated in the wild, and then we bring them back to the zoo and we rear Uh, we hatch the eggs and we rear the caterpillars to the chrysalis stage and then release the chrysalides back into the wild. It took a year of practicing captive rearing on a non-endangered species, and then it took another year to get our permit to do the captive rearing. We're only starting our third year of raising the endangered species. In our first year, we caught seven butterflies and we set a low bar for ourselves which was to release 14 butterflies because then each butterfly would be replacing herself and the male Um, and then in our first year we ended up releasing 72 butterflies which we were pretty happy with Um, and then last year was our second year and we were able to release 245 butterflies which was triple that number. She says the butterflies aren't just beautiful. Unlike what might be the most iconic butterfly species, the barren silver spots stay at home year-round, historically in a limited coastal range in Mendocino and Sonoma counties. Especially in this area, monarchs aren't really part of this community. Um, They pass through to feed on nectar, but they're mainly on their way to their wintering grounds or their breeding grounds. Whereas there are a lot of lesser-known butterflies that maybe aren't as showy as the monarch, and they're the ones that are part of this community, and they're the ones that pollinate the flowers here, and they're the ones whose caterpillars feed the wildlife here. Before they can be eaten, the caterpillars need something to eat themselves, and their diet is limited, according to Anna Bride, a stewardship project manager at the Mendocino Land Trust. The barren silver spot butterfly's larval host plant is the early blue violet. They're very hard to see. I went to a talk this spring from a state park botanist who categorized a specific group of flowers called belly flowers because they're so small you have to get on your belly to see them, which I would probably categorize the early blue violet as one of those. So historically, these violets existed in very dense patches along the coastal prairie, but um, current climate change and disturbances have caused them to Um, drop drastically in numbers and also be 
outcompeted by invasive grasses on our coastal prairies, so they're getting harder to find, and that means that they're also harder to find for the butterfly. Over the next four years, land trust volunteers and members of the California Conservation Corps expect to plant 35,000 violets. An additional five to 7,000 other native pollinator plants will feed the adult butterflies and other insects throughout the season. Asa Spade, a senior biologist with Wynn Coastal Planning and Biology, caught at least half the wild female butterflies for the captive rearing project. While he has an eye for tiny bugs, he takes a big picture view of conservation. It's not just the insects, it's the native plants um, that they really need to feed on. And even beyond that, it's the soils um, and habitat. Uh, Much of the area that used to be barren silver spot habitat has been disked and plowed a hundred or more years ago, and those are the places that the uh, non-native common velvet grass and sweet vernal grass really have um, have a hold. They have a different type of root system than the native bunch grasses that the early blue violet grows among, and while, I mean, kind of to your point, Yes, the megafauna inspire people to vote to spend money uh, protecting them, but it goes all the way down to uh, the soils and the native plants. The vast majority of government money for recovery plans for endangered species is spent on salmon and steelhead trout, according to a report by CBS News. Spotted owls, grizzlies, and marine mammals are other beneficiaries, while plants and invertebrates often receive short shrift. But Damiani believes the barren silver spot butterfly has found its way into people's imaginations. I think with my encounters with people, whenever I tell them that I rear butterflies for a living, I I get such a strong response that the butterfly means uh, something very important to people. Uh, It's a symbol of transformation and new beginnings. And so people, a lot of people have told me that they really connect with butterflies. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news, with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.